You're listening to Old School with DP and J on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back, Big Ted Media Days, Indianapolis, Indiana. Jay Foreman with me. Sipple's in the building. Jake Sorensen's in the building. Rashawn's in the building. Eric Strickland is in the building. Howard Griffin over there looking sharp, sharp as usual. Gary Donardo's got on his 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 Tuesday's best. Yeah, I know. I, uh, he, uh, if you ever road trip to Indiana, he uh, he used to own a restaurant, but he knows all the good places to eat. Counting on it. <laughs> Everywhere. Everywhere in Big Ten country, he knows. Counting on it as we as we do this. Like, I'm literally looking forward to, to some of this. Right. So, this is how it will be. Um, as folks start to gather, and again, the schedule is, is uh, fluid today because – as people come available, we will stop what we're doing and stop drop and roll. Um, as as other players come up, become available from other schools, we'll make decisions on whether we want to talk to them or not. Um, and we'll do that. Rashawn Jackson has just shown up in the room. I saw him over there in the in the pool with his with his camera out, you know, trying to take it all in. Right? It's a lot to take in. Uh, a lot of energy in the room. Uh, you know, Scott Frost will talk and. To hear what he has to say, to hear what the young bucks have to say, I did want to talk to, to Garrett Nelson, um, so I'm going to try to track him. Even though they say we we might not get him, we we're going to try. Um, but as the schedule rolls out, uh, Kevin Warren on his schedule, and in about 30 minutes, we'll plug in and go live to that. Uh, after that, it'll be Maryland, Minnesota, Iowa, Northwestern. And then finally, to cap the day, Michigan, Jim Harbaugh and company will stroll in at about 1230 right. and do their thing. Rashawn, can you plug that last one in there? Push it all the way. Yep, thank you. Um, so we can do that as well. So, Jake, again, I, you, you got to explain to me this P.J. Fleck infatuation. Give it to me. I just think he's a character, but uh, we just got passed by Coach Tom Allen. That's, yeah. the, that's the dude, right? That's the man right there. Yeah. Look how he's just walking like a straight gangster. <laughs> okay. Like, yeah, look, he he all business right now. Just look at him. You know what I'm saying? He, he ready to run, walk down the aisle right there. Like, that's the phrase, No, right? that's the quarterback. That, and the, the great thing about P.J. Fleck is the quarterback and the head coach, if you want them to, to embody each other, they look just like each other. Right. Look at that head. Right. I said, uh, if I said, me and P.J. Fleck, he might not let me kiss his head today, but I'm going to tell him. I know plenty of people that know him. <clears throat> he doesn't understand that he's been, he's been feasting on my high school recruiting. So he can't. He, he's gonna pump the brakes on the the brashness, but he's just a character, I, and that head is just shining like a diamond, man. He just reminds he reminds me of my <clears throat> my uncle Sonny. He used to be he was the I think the mayor of uh, Frederick. He had a bald head like that. He used to be shining like that, like a diamond in the summer. I'm not mad at that. Like I'm not mad no. at that. I heard Nick talking about it this morning. He was kind of leading the question that, uh, like Jake said, look, I'm not I'm not a a PJ Fleck hater. I'm in the and he's in the. Oh, uh, listen here, you 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 have you you don't have to like him, okay? Only people that need to like him is the people that pay him and the people that play for him. And uh, you got to give him a ton of respect for the success he's had. Um, he's exceeded expectations, and then when expectations have gotten higher, uh, he hasn't backed down from it. And um, 
he's found his niche. He believes in it. He knows what he's doing. Um, and, uh, you know, for whatever reason, um, he's found a way to be successful against teams that, that, that normally, you know, you would think Minnesota can't compete against. But, uh, he, he, you know, he, he loves what he's doing. You know, he's a little quirky, but uh, most coaches are a little quirky. Uh, yeah, he's got an ego. Most coaches got an ego. Um, but I think one thing about it, though, is that when it's down, you know, when it's time to get down and, 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 and work, I think he's a worker. And so he's not asking anybody to do do what he's not doing. Now, how he delivers it might be different than what you like, but at the end of the day, his message is very clear, and it works. Is that is that the loud statement that winning cures all things? All it does. I all mean, personality quirks, all that other stuff. Sure. I mean, Nick Saban and the way he drives players would not be very well liked if he wasn't successful. Players wouldn't like it if they weren't successful. Coaches wouldn't like it if they weren't successful. Bill Belichick and all that stuff. So at the end of the day, winning cures it all, but being consistent as well. Consistent in how you treat people, manage people, coach people, recruit, um, communicate, whether you have to uh, adjust, um, reevaluate. I think PJ's done a little bit of that. I mean, I think like when you had, you know, two or three NFL receivers, and, I, and, and you know, they were a little bit, I wouldn't say pass happy, but, you know, pass the ball a little bit more. Um, and then, you know, he's always been able to, you know, find running backs and, and stuff like that. So, um, you, you know, and I think now that he understands the defense has to be a little bit more formidable for them to take that next step and be consistently, you know, beating Iowa and Wisconsin and, and keeping up, you know, with that 8, 9, 10 win seasons that he, you know, thinks that they can do up in Minnesota. Also think that uh, for him, being the coach of Minnesota right now is an easier job than previously because the talent pool there is very, very deep and it continues to grow year in and year out. And um, when you win as a local football team, as far as the Minnesota Gophers, more more kids are apt to really give you a chance to recruit them versus before the Gophers were you know bottom feeders and nobody wanted to go there. It was actually, you know you know, up in the air whether you'd go to North Dakota State or Minnesota. But now, and now it's obviously maybe the same, but back then uh, North Dakota State was a Division II school. So um, he's done well. Uh, you got to respect it. And um, But I think Nebraska is going to beat him this year. Um, so it'll be, you know, I think it'll be a good game. It's going to be interesting. We're going to throw it to break here. And when we come back, I'm actually going to drag Vershawn into the conversation. Uh, when we come back from break again, we're live Big Ten Media Days in Indianapolis from Lucas Oil Arena, sport, uh, sponsored by Gary Michaels Colliers and Ben Bliker uh, Real Estate. There's lots to talk about. Folks are starting to stroll in. We will break them down and bring them to you when we return. 93.7 The Ticket's coverage of Big Ten Media Days in Indianapolis is sponsored by Ben Bliker of Professional Realty Group with BHHS Ambassador Real Estate and Gary Michaels Clothiers. Watch Old School Live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. Old School with DP and J on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. 